This is Nikki Bruno with the Epic Comeback Podcast, where warrior women who've been through absolute caca give you advice on getting to the other side of yours. Today, I am honored and delighted to be with Leanne Taylor. Leanne, thank you so much for being here and welcome. Thank you, Nikki. I'm super excited to, to get in and get dialoguing and bring some magic and um, be a source of, of hope and inspiration. So, so boom, let's do it. <laughs> oh, let's do it. I love that. Yeah, let the magic, let the magic sprinkle. I love it. So Leanne, would you please introduce yourself to us by letting us know who you are, where you're from, and how you keep busy during the day? Absolutely. So my name is Leanne Taylor, and I'm a mother of five, and um, this is my book. I'm an author. Um, the Fragile Face of God chronicles my story raising my children, three of whom have something called Fragile X Syndrome. So this is an inherited genetic disorder, which I didn't even know that I was the carrier of until my oldest son was diagnosed. Um, and so it really chronicles our situation and the experiences and the amazing magic that happened in our family. So today I teach classes, I lead groups, um, training people how to tap their intuition, how to transcend challenges, and also to capture that um, divine connection so that they can evolve themselves rapidly. So that's kind of the, the landscape of my life today. I love it. Wow. So we're going to dig in a little deeper now because, as you know, this is a podcast by women who have gone through really difficult situations. And you've alluded, alluded to the <clears throat> landscape of your life, past and present. But I'd love to know if you could summarize what is it that you have gone through personally and what is the worst part? Okay. So as I said, I have five children and three of them have fragile X syndrome. And so the most harrowing um, ultra event of my life was raising my children. Um, so for the first 12 years of, of my son's life, um, three children with special needs, five total in a household where I was a stay-at-home mom, so full-time caregiver, um, but the needs, uh, the cognitive deficits and the behavioral needs, including violent self-injurious behaviors, um, violence against others, and just dramatic um, hyperactivity, um, severe um, cognitive deficits so that my sons have never functioned beyond a two-year-old level. Um, so really, honestly, Nikki, the day-to-day -day life was survival. It was just survival. We were not the typical family. And so what other families were doing, taking their children places and, and having vacations, we were uh, hunkered down in our home 24-7, caring for some radical needs. And so the isolation as a mother, feeling so um, different from other people and feeling like I was failing because I couldn't meet their needs. It was, it was really devastating for all of us. Um, and so I, it's really hard to sort of give you a snapshot of what it looked like. I can only tell you that I really was living like moment to moment in, in that house. Um, and so we, we really all suffered. It wasn't just my suffering or my son suffering, two sons and one daughter who were affected by Fragile X, but truly the whole family was, was affected. Wow, that is, I mean, absolutely sounds like something impossible to summarize, really. I mean, that you can speak the facts about the situation and the status, but to be able to convey what it was like to, to navigate mm -hmm. and to live in that situation from day to day. Right. It, it was extraordinary. I'll say that. <laughs> extraordinary. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 
So Leanne, the fact that the fact that you're sitting in front of me and reporting this is really it sounds to me like a miracle and takes an amazing amount of strength, warrior strength, mama bear strength mm -hmm. to come to the other side of, of, I can't even really call it a, a situation really, but to come to the other side, what you've come to the other side of, and you are speaking about it in the past <clears throat> tense. So what I'm wondering about is to the extent that you are on the other side of going through something so devastating, what is it like now? What is the best part about where you, where you are and where you sit now? Okay, definitely being able to help other people. Because for all of those years, I truly felt so isolated and alone. And I felt like I couldn't share what was happening because no one could relate. It was so unusual and so radical. And so now on the other side, being a voice, being that voice that I wish I had had, being able to connect with people all over the world because I do mentoring, I do teachings, I do consulting. And so being able to address people from all different backgrounds, all different challenges, because let's, let's be real. Everyone struggles with something and being in a position today to give them hope, to give them strength, to give them clarity and to help them see the greater landscape of their being that is, it, it is a privilege. And that is what I love about my life today. That is beautiful. And it is a theme that, uh, that I'm observing come up while hosting this podcast is the theme of women who have gone through something really, really difficult and deeply difficult and even, and feeling isolated while it's going on, mm -hmm. getting to that other side and turning around and extending that hand and paying it forward and helping others. Mm -hmm. and being so grateful to be in a position to do so. Because we know the need, we know the need and we can be someone that we wish we had had at that time. Yes. And speaking of someone that you wish you had had at that time, I'm going to ask you to be that someone right now and to, and to say, what advice would you give to women who are in the midst of crisis right now, who are feeling isolated in their situation and in their, in their grief and in their pain and, and in those day-to-day -day difficulties? What would you say to them in terms of advising them and giving them hope about getting to the other side? Mm -hmm. So the first thing I would say is to be honest. When someone asks you how you're doing, if you're not fine, it's okay to say, I'm not fine. And here's why. The sooner that we speak up and share our needs, the sooner the help will come. Because for years, I, I said nothing. I couldn't. I felt like I needed to keep this perfect family where we're these amazing parents raising children with disabilities, but I never let anybody really, really in. And so then people are struggling alone. And so I would say to you, please be honest, please be open community is the answer we all need each other and again everyone has something they struggle with and so honestly brave honesty brave honesty the second thing i would say is this and this is something interesting that my mother's spirit taught me has taught me since she calls it the veil of truth and this is kind of how she describes it when we are in the bleakest most despairing states of mind the way that we see the world is not clear. It's not in its true nature. It is a distortion. And so to realize that, however, when we are feeling hopeful and wise and wonderful and joyous, then we are seeing with clarity and truth. That is the true nature of things. And so to kind of remember that when you're in that really hopeless state, 
to realize this is not true. The way that I'm seeing the world right now is not accurate. This is a distorted lens. See that? And then I think the final thing I would say is this, and I have learned this absolutely firsthand, tangibly. Nikki, we have so much help on the other side. Our loved ones are valiant orchestrators for our lives. We can call on this help anytime, anywhere, no matter the circumstances. And they are amazing allies. Even, even they can save a life. And so Nikki, although we may not tangibly see our loved ones with us and among us, yet they are. And the sooner that we can feel that and believe that and draw on that help, so much so the relief in our lives to realize that and to move to the next state of happiness. Wow. You know, what you're describing right now for me is really a close to untapped resource. But when I think about other cultures, for example, Mexican culture, we recently, El Dia de los Muertos just happened, that there are other cultures that really, um, that do have a much deeper acknowledgement of an integration of our ancestors and our loved ones who have passed to the other side right. into their, into their lives now mm-hmm. in a way absolutely, that, in a way that feels community. It's very community. And so, and we're engaging them and listen, Nikki, death is not the end. Death is not the end. A mother's role does not end at death. Again, my mother's spirit taught me this, and she has been a tremendous advocate and ally in helping me with my family and my children. And even beyond the veil, she is an integrated part of our lives. And so I'm just telling you that the the resources that we can access are immense. If only we will just tap that. Mm. This is really deep and meaningful, and I'm so glad to have your wisdom and to have your advice here on this podcast so that other women can, can really feel that and hear that and consider it something to really consider. It's an entire, it's an entire, like, you know, you say on the other side, it's like an entire whole dimension to consider. Mm. I love the way you put that. To draw on for strength and for help and for comfort so absolutely and it's real and tangible and immediate all the time yeah well leanne you strike me as somebody who has some major superpowers (laughs) so i'm I'm not sure how to ask this question but i'm going to ask you if you could have any superpower that you don't already have what would it be okay this is what i think it would be and i don't know that it's a superpower maybe a celestial capacity i would love to be able to tap every need around the world at any given time and heal it, to heal the need on such a grand scale, to be immediate and present with every need as it happens. Maybe this is a um, Bruce Almighty kind of thing, but to, <laughs> but to literally be able to not just solve problems, but to get straight to the healing and to help evolve the world. That I would love to do that. Incredible. That's incredible. I think I just suspect, I don't know, but I suspect that you're already kind of doing that. I maybe. <laughs> maybe. Oh, Leanne, thank you so much for being my guest today. Where can we find you and follow you online? Okay, so that would be my website, which is leannetaylor.com. That's L E E A N N Taylor. And um, I do classes and events, and we do some really kind of um, extraordinary um, experiences. And so, yeah, absolutely. Come, come into the circle and, 
uh, let us let us evolve to that next great space. Fantastic. And we will go there and check it out. And this is Nikki Bruno with Leanne Taylor on the Epic Comeback Podcast. For more ideas on staging an epic comeback in your life after a life-shattering experience, please go to theepiccomeback.com. <laughs>